You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. And we have some really cool guests in the building with us today. We have got <laughs> Brother E, a.k.a. Eugene. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. And we've got Caroline as well. She's new to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So Pleasure good to be here. <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see this girl. Oh, She's hot. Oh my God. Isn't Cookie? <laughs> Which leads us to the topic of conversation. Because <laughs> Cookie wants to refuse to... She's married. To, 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 to give her the, the, the props. She's married. Oh, so married ladies don't get props. No, uh, we're looking good. It's called self preservation. What do you mean, self preservation? Oh, could you hear husband will come for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shy, he's not listening, bro. Oh, my God. Right now. Right now. Later. Later. When he <laughs> okay, well, today we are talking about a really interesting subject. We've touched on it sort of in the past when we've had episodes about Christians and fashion and. Should the clothes we wear always be like decent and fully covered up, that sort of thing. But now we're taking it a step further. We are talking about Christians being sexy. Um, those two words seem like oxymorons, like they don't even belong in the same sentence. So we're going to dissect that today with Brother E and Caroline and Cookie Monster. Yes. <laughs> and really get to the nitty gritties of what does sexy mean? Is it a word that belongs in the church? Is it something that you should strive to be or you should actually aim to be the opposite of that? Yeah. I think maybe before we get into the actual discussion, I'll just let our guests introduce themselves. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. For the sake of our listeners. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Eugene. Um, Brother E. Also known as Brother E. And uh, I'm a single guy living here in Harare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Is that Spends all? A lot of time. Yeah, I think I think that's that's enough for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm yeah. a believer, yeah. and, right, right. Um, and yeah, a keen gamer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a keen gamer. Keen yes, gamer. He sees a lot but, of naked women. Yep. Uh, yep. No, 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 not, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. They, they, they're like I went, I went, I went from introducing myself to being. To being persecuted <laughs> on a Christian show. We have seen those video games. That's uh, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 I'm I'm a media enthusiast and a media practitioner. So I work in animation and I do play video games. I used to play a lot of video games. Now because of work, I can't. Um, I'm very interested in the subject because I work with a lot of Christian material. So I'm, you know, in situations where I have right. to portray women in one light or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do a lot of illustrations, and right. that's a point of a lot of contestation because yeah. everyone's wondering how we're depicting women mm-hmm. and so on and so on. So uh, my my presence the abundance here, of the heart. Oh, you know what? You you know it. Cookie <laughs> Monster likes those cookies. So ah, He threw that right, right back right, at right, you. All right, all right. So, on to Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Are we on a Christian show? <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Caroline. I'm a musician. I'm a makeup artist. I am a mom. I am a wife. What else? Yeah. That's cool. about it. <laughs> oh, and a hospitality consultant. <laughs> and a hustler. Yes. I know, right? Yeah. But they make no money. They cool. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, let's get into this because uh, <laughs> the topic today 
mm-hmm. is can a Christian be sexy, right? And I think we're particularly talking about a Christian girl, right? A Christian woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. So, you know, there's a whole lot of... For the purposes of this discussion. Of Not this. to say that men can't be sexy. Yeah, for the purposes of this discussion. Maybe we can have a, a, a different one specifically for the men. But today we're talking about the, the, the women. Mm, 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 yes. Mm. This word, mm. sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting word. I remember attending a youth, a youth meeting several years ago, and there was a speaker there who was talking about uh, sexy that... Like, no, that word is actually derived from the word sex. Yes, and so, you know, as a Christian young lady, you shouldn't be um, aspiring to such a thing, I guess, you know, because um, everything about it connotes all kinds of bad things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was the whole gist of her message. I remember hearing that. I think I might have heard the same message because she said... Um, as a woman, because of that verse that Jesus says, Kuti, if you look upon a woman, yeah. woman you've already committed Tantrum adultery. Same meeting. I think so. Ah. And she was saying, Kuti, any stage within the sex act is sex. Yes. That's why someone can look at someone and it's already adultery. So she was saying, if you, are in your looking sexy, are causing someone to lust, it's already, you're already part of adultery. Saka, the same as doing the act. Yeah. So, so you see, it's a hot topic. Yeah, but she was a bit extreme. Yeah, I, I thought so. Well, now I think, I think about it now and I'm like, mm, it's a bit extreme. Anyway, so guys, let's talk about this. Sexy. Um, maybe let me start with um, Caroline. Since you're the only lady in the room. Wow, mm. great. Um, I feel awesome. <laughs> Oh, After saying that, okay. I know I'm just like a dude today. You don't need to remind okay, me. Okay, okay, no, I'll take that again. What's that, what's that deleter? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Just because I'm wearing Adidas today, I'm a dude. I, I guess that, really? ends, that ends the discussion. I guess no, Christian no, no, girls no, no. can't you know, be no, sexy. No, boys. Just because uh, I'm wearing ripped jeans today. No, we're boys. Listen, no. Hey, uh, yeah. No, don't edit don't. this out. <laughs> there goes the sexiness. boy. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, T Mike. It's okay. There's a reason why I wasn't the guest for this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, back to business. Yes. So, Caroline, I'm going to start with you. Uh huh. Um, you're a Christian. You're a lady, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure this. Yeah, th- this is a thing that um, you're you're very well acquainted with. So, please help us understand this. Am I correct to say that ladies desire to be sexy? To look sexy. Well, or is that a, an assumption, a wrong assu- assumption? Uh, here's what I think. I think that um, naturally, like the way God made us to be, uh, he created us to be appealing to the opposite sex. So that's already a natural state or basic state of sexy from the world's view or world's definition of the word. Um, however... There can be other extra <laughs> things that can be done to look more sexy than the normal. So, you know, showing a bit of skin or, you know, certain parts of the body that shouldn't be shown and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'd say. Would you <clears throat> want the word to be connected to you? Like, because you're an artist. 
Mm-hmm. So if someone described you as, hey, she, she's a sexy singer, would you be comfortable with that word being attached to you? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Why? Because that, that means, okay, when people say sexy, there's already like a whole lot of uh, mind work going on because you know when we say sexy we mean that person is like oozing sexual appeal and uh, what happens after that mm-hmm. uh, your mind tends to go into overdrive so i wouldn't want people to think of me in that light mm-hmm. it just maybe they can call me beautiful and mm-hmm. well-dressed woman <laughs> But you get what I'm saying? Like, but, I, can I, can yeah. I, so is this the married you speaking or is this the you you speaking? No, this, like, is, is, this, this is this is the. Would you, would you have said this prior to? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, w- I would have said the same thing. Okay, yeah. Because you may be thinking, no, I don't want my child to be hearing me saying this, you know. I know. Right. No, this is me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eugene. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, single guy. Yeah, single. Yeah, single. Yeah, yeah. Searching. Yeah, single and very Christian. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so so well, what do you think? What what so, say you about this? Um I got multiple views, but I think I'll share as many of them as I can for the benefit of our listeners just to get a uh a different context. Uh because I think when when you hear the, the topic immediately you you're forced to think of Christian women in a church. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good for us to start out by remembering that the Christian walk does not begin and end in a church. Mm-hmm. So your appearance is not confined to how you are in a church. The way you carry yourself does not begin and end with how you are on a Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested in a few examples from the Bible. And um I think they are alluding to being sexy, and I'm going to get to it. Uh, first, I wanted to just cause a bit of controversy while people wait for me to get to this one. Um, and I'm talking about this one incident that I, I'm just going to paraphrase, but anyway, it was Abraham, he was traveling with his wife, and then mm. he went to this one guy's house, I think it was in Egypt, and then he had to lie that it was his, uh, sister. his <laughs> sister. And uh, the question that I was forced to ask myself was, um, was it that she was just very attractive? Or was it that she was appealing and also desirable? And this is a situation that took place in his daily walk. He was in transit. He was minding his own business. Mm-hmm. His wife didn't mean anybody any harm. Right. But she was that appealing. Uh-huh. If a 60-year-old woman, <laughs> let's rest on this, had that effect to the point that her husband would worry for his life, to the point that he had deceive people <laughs> you see what I mean let's really stop wow. and think about it and say okay does that mean we should uh, take on this world view where we then look at this world or look at this phenomenon because it's a phenomenon you know mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not just beauty we're not just talking about something that is beautiful we're talking about something that is appealing something that is attractive you know and I think it's something ultimately that doesn't make a woman a Jezebel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So coming back to modern times and, and, and just reiterating another point, as Christians, and, I, and I'm sure our listeners, uh, they fall into this bracket, your entire walk with God does not exist solely on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. It does not exist solely when you're in front of people singing in praise and worship. Mm-hmm. You know, So we need to look at that. Um, 
being sexy or that phenomenon, I'm going to keep referring it to it as that, it doesn't just, it doesn't mean you are a sinner or you're causing people to stumble. If you got it, you got it. Right. <laughs> okay. So uh, this leads to my next question. Yeah. Which is, because I actually want us now to, to define mm-hmm. what the word sexy means. Okay. And thank you for that, Eugene. Um, are we <laughs> so basically right? We're saying that there's some people who just have it. Mm-hmm. They just they just got it, and mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But then there's others who don't just got it, mm-hmm. but they acquire it, mm-hmm. right? Through means, artificial means, or whatever. <laughs> But the point is, they, they find ways of, of acquiring it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but that it's yo-yo. Are we saying, uh, when we say sexy, are we talking about attractive? Are we talking about hot? Are we mm-hmm. talking about, um, are we talking about someone who's actually, someone mentioned, yeah, oozing mm-hmm. sex appeal? Mm-hmm. It, w- what exactly is the actual definition of, of sexy? Um... Well, okay, I guess yeah. everyone can give their well, own the, definition. The, yeah. the dictionary definition is sexually uh, attractive mm-hmm. or exciting, mm. uh, exciting, very exciting or appealing. Okay. Right. So that's the definition. Let's hear yours. Oh, mine is from the Oxford Dictionary. I don't know where this is from, but it says <laughs> marked by or tending to arouse sexual desire or interest. <laughs> and then, oh, so then it's like you can have sexy poses, sexy jokes, sexy clothes, sexy book, or exciting sexual desire. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's arousing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's about sex appeal mm. at the end of the day, okay. whichever way, right? I could be wrong. But. So then the question is, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, as a Christian lady, mm-hmm. is it okay for you to desire to be that? Arouse the sexual <laughs> 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 But Please no, that's what you're asking. You're right, you're right. Eesh. I don't think it's okay. Oh, as a Christian, I'll speak for myself. Like, yeah. as I dress up in the morning and I'm like, ha, today this outfit yeah. is going to kill them. No, mm. I don't think that's a that's a great place to be. However, like what um, brother he was saying, uh, that he, you know, some people have it. Mm. And so some people don't even have to do anything. Yeah. They literally just have to wear chero, that long dress mm-hmm. to their feet. Yeah. And they will still look appealing. Mm. So I think it also has to do with the minds of the people that are seeing this okay. person. Right. Uh, dressed however they're dressed. Just and so you know, the minds of the people that are seeing are all the same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is you speaking on behalf of the people? Of, I, of all the I people. I know all my people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I don't you. want to be one of your people. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm messing, I'm messing. Carry, carry on. I'm kidding. Yeah, so that's it. Like, I just think that if you, you know, no, no one, maybe they, okay, there are people who desire that mm. to be viewed as a sexy Christian people. Because I've seen people in church, mm. like, ee, no, you're dressed up and all, but this level mm. is like, yeah, Thanks. we're taking it uh, a few notches up. And 
you can see that someone made an effort, you know, to make sure that the top is not really covering and, you know, they, yeah, you know, the works. Yeah. Uh, so there are people like that uh, who desire, but there are also people like me who don't. Uh, Eva, we still got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brother E, do you think Mm -hmm. it's more to do with dressing? Mm -hmm. Or can someone literally just have a demeanor that just, like she said, whether Mm -hmm. it's a long dress or cleavage showing? Like, Do you think it's something about just the person? Yeah. That's not their fault. Yeah, I I think think demeanor definitely has a part to play. I mean... um, we we are all uh, blessed differently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't think in the definition of um, you know being appealing or whatever, there's uh, there's an active agent that says you must mm. do it to make people mm. uh, feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think some people are naturally just endowed with. You know, they just oh, radiate mm-hmm. that kind of, uh, you know, appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no running away from it. So I think there's another aspect to it where we have to question um, the recipients. Yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of, you know, a lot Somebody of people uh, are quick to say you are making us stumble. But then the question is, what are you meditating on, brother? Mm. You know, what are you? Mm. <laughs> what's yeah. going on in your mind? Seventy yeah. percent of the time, yeah. or, you know. Um, and it, it's it's one thing to make it out to be such a bad thing and, and to, you know, pin it on women and say, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, or don't aspire to have a certain kind of, uh, you know, appearance or appeal. Uh, and I think there's a certain there's a certain discipline that comes that's that mm-hmm. should be expected from both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if. If we can all appreciate uh, that, I mean, we've all heard of these churches where you have Christian women that are expected to dress in a particular way, and it goes overboard. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've seen extremely long dresses and the socks that go with it, and you know, the 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 sleeves that cover beyond the wrists and all that, and, and that's crazy. So we we can't bestow that responsibility to be disciplined on one gender alone. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so that's another way of looking at it. That's another way of looking at it. Of course, I'm I'm not a proponent of people doing certain things or dressing in a particular way to trip mm-hmm. up brothers. No, mm-hmm. that's not right. Mm-hmm. But um, I think slowly in within Christian circles, the word sex is being taken away. Like anything to do with this is evil. You know, mm-hmm. right. we're Christians. This doesn't exist. We just reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. If if that was true, then we wouldn't have so many problems with sexual sin that we have, especially with young people in the the church. Mm -hmm. And old ones. And And, and old ones, too, Uh you know? Uh, And uh, that's that's just my view of it. You know, there there are certain things where we just we we can't keep ignoring it and, and not actually looking at how it impacts both both sides or how we should be equipped spiritually to better understand it. Right. Uh, you, you raise a very interesting point there, which is about not uh, placing the responsibility on on one gender. Yeah. Right. Um, something very interesting happened uh, some time back. Right. So um, there was there were some sisters mm-hmm. <laughs> from church. Glory. Yes. And <clears throat> they 
generally dress very modestly at church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Long dress. G- 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 I don't like looking the part. Mm-hmm. So I happened to be at Unplugged. The, it was on a Sunday. Okay. And mm. I was at Unplugged. <laughs> and then lo and behold, mm. I saw one of the sisters. Mm-hmm. And I must say, Mm. You were aroused. I think what he meant to say was that he found her appearance exciting. Yes, 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 I, I, like I must say that um, I was quite, I was quite taken aback <laughs> because I was like, oh, so okay, so then, um, it it then left me thinking that. Aren't we like creating a dichotomy or like a, a double standard, standard mm-hmm. where people look a certain way in church because they're expected to look a certain way? Yeah. But when they're out there, you know, they just and listen, she wasn't even like looking like raunchy or anything, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. right? But I'm just saying. Maybe you're just shocked because you'd never seen her legs before because the church she's always wearing a long skirt. Yeah, I generally don't see people's legs, but you, yeah. So you see, <laughs> when you're not used to seeing legs, right? You know what happens, right? Oh, right. So you're damaged by the status quo. So, so, but my point is, don't we, (laughs) don't we run the risk, right, within our churches as Christians, of having people look a certain way for church, Mm -hmm. but in actual fact, that's not who they are. They 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 dress up for church. They they look a certain way, but that's not them. Yeah, I think it goes back to what like Brother E was saying. Kuti, what are we meditating on mm. as the Christians? You know, the the one who's seeing and the one who's dressed that part. Yeah. Uh, if they don't have that revelation that this is not for me or I should not be doing this as a Christian, I should not wear like really tiny shorts uh, or show my cleavage. It has to do with that person, the revelation they have about that message, about modesty and whatnot. Yeah. So, yes, there will be a, like the double standard until the person, you know, figures it out themselves because we can't really police everybody. Yeah. Uh, you can police on a Sunday and that's all you will do, but not the rest of the life and of, of, of the week because, you know, Christianity is not just a Sunday thing. It's, yeah. A, yeah. it's an everyday thing. So <laughs> until a person has reached that level where they know that it's not just about Sunday, it's about the rest of the week as well. They can get to live, you know, whatever word they hear in church, you know, whether it's modesty or any other type of word, mm-hmm. they can live it throughout their life and not just on a Sunday. I think um, one of, I agree with you. And I think one of the um, the words that has come into the church is this thing of authenticity mm-hmm. and self-love and self-expression I can't say they're worldly ideas per se, but they have uh, manifested themselves differently within the congregation, mm-hmm. right? So someone will want their right to wear what they want to wear because this is who I am. I'm just being authentic, being who I truly am, right? So we have the example of um, Megan Good. Do you guys all know her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know her, Cookie Monster? Is she good? <laughs> 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 yes, she is. Exceptionally. Um, she's an actress. I don't know what else she does. But yeah, she's she's a very good-looking woman. 
And she has been quoted in saying that um, she felt shunned by the church because they always were telling her, no, you need to cover up. No, you can't be wearing that on the red carpet. You're representing Christians, you're representing your husband because he's SDA or he was SDA. Mm. Um, and people had an issue with her to the point where she doesn't like going to church anymore because she feels like these people don't accept me for who mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. And her argument, her husband actually says they were interviewed and some, it was like a question and answer type thing. So someone in the audience got up and said, look, I saw you on the cover of magazine. Your boobs were hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I actually didn't even want to come here today when I heard it was you speaking mm -hmm. because I, I had to fight through the, the desire to judge you mm -hmm. like harshly. Mm -hmm. So she's like, but I think you're a beautiful person, but you just need to cover up. And then her husband came to her rescue and said, I quote, my way, my wife will wear what she wants to wear in Jesus name. And now everyone's like, what? <laughs> like anything? Like wow. she wears some really revealing stuff. And you're saying all of that, she's doing it in What's Jesus name? name. Megan Good. Okay. Just check out her Instagram. Um <laughs> And that's the issue we have. That's, that's her expression of, oh, I'm expressing God's workmanship or, you know. And yes. the church mustn't, mustn't stifle what mm. I'm trying to do. This is my way of shining the light. And her husband is fine with it. He's like, oh, in Jesus' name, she can do what she wants to do. So, Brother E, what, do you, what would you think if you're hearing that and you're in the congregation and someone, some lady is trying to bring correction and being like, Shat, you're representing all of us. Can you just cover and the husband is like, no, in Jesus' name, she can't wear what she wants to wear. As long as her and Jesus are cool with it, mm. none of us can say anything. Yeah, I do not agree with him. Um, there's a, I think we talked about it. There's a point to which you, you start uh, behaving or dressing or... Because mind you, she dresses like this in and out of church. Out of church, yeah. yes. Like in church, she'll still wear yeah. the low neckline. Mm. Out of Like she's consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. She's not like... These sisters who are one thing in church and another thing outside. Yeah, I mean, when you get to a point where you take the, the sum total of this word and you pin it on being revealing, then I think you've, you've lost the plot altogether. Mm. You know, I think the, those are the areas uh, as, as a Christian guy I can look at and I say that. That now starts to reflect a bit of your character, but I don't want to get into that too much. Um, what, what I would say is uh, I, I'm, I'm in a relationship, right? And uh, I posed this question to the girl that I'm is seeing. Is this theoretical? Or is this real? Oh no, it's, we it's, need it's, to it's, know. Uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, brother E, don't play no games. Development. Uh, brother E, don't play no games. So anyway. <laughs> hey, Mrs. So, a, if you're listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about this, and and she said uh, something really interesting because I brought up this question. She said, "You know, I don't have to be skimpy in order to be sexy." Mm -hmm. You know, and she said, "Being sexy is just not a combination of." It's just not the, the combination of dress mm. or a skirt and top that I wear. Mm. It's how I carry myself. You know, it's how I, it's how I speak. It's how I, it's, it's, a, it's a whole demeanor thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And I've noticed that with different people, going back to that statement I said about character earlier on, some people see inadequacies in themselves. So they try to push one aspect. And the easiest one to push is, you know, it could be your neckline. It could be the mm -hmm. length of your skirt. Mm -hmm. And that's when we start noticing, you know what? You're you're trying to make an impression. You're not. You're no longer here because you want to glorify God, or you're no longer wherever you are because you're representing Christians. You're now doing this because you want to make a statement for yourself. So we need to question those motives now yeah. and say, where, where's the motivation for this? Yeah. And and you know, self love is a mantra that I've seen on Twitter a lot. 
and it's been pushed by different groups mm-hmm. and sometimes not in the best light you mm-hmm. know right. so i don't I, I i wouldn't ever dare to to connect it with the church because in the end if if you're looking at uh those those opportunities like to dress up in a certain way you push that to try and make a statement or to to have some sort of visual impact then there are a lot of other fruit yeah. that you're not bearing and something inside of you is telling you you know you you're not you're not flourishing in the areas that the bible says you are mm-hmm. so you're going to try and quote unquote shine <laughs> in other areas where you shouldn't so that's how i see it so are we I, saying are we saying the bible is anti people expressing themselves i was saying that we should be boring in order to be to to fit the biblical standard that just physically bland if i can put, <laughs> if i if i can put it that way no 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 not at all um what i'm saying is this the word that i used earlier on was crutch mm-hmm. right if all you've got honestly if all you've got is either your cleavage or your legs and you firmly believe that you need you really need to Looking. go go see a minister you know what i mean yeah but going back to a what female. yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, no laying up yeah. the hand <laughs> thank you for emphasizing that <laughs> like, really really if, if, if that's all, if that's your one and if that's your one stop if that's your last resort mm. uh, yeah you you need to revisit the word right. True. true so so um going back to what i was uh quoting you know she said look i'm a combination of things you know I I'm sexy because I carry myself the right way. I've got the right posture. I I look good in a pencil skirt. It doesn't have to be short. Mm. You know, I speak in a certain way it gets people's attention. And when I speak, I speak, you know, things of substance. Mm. And I was like, "Wow, you know that's that's a very good definition." So I think as Christians, we need to take the definition of this word. We need to take this word and reanalyze it and say, "Look, it exists. Mm-hmm. Appeal is there." Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, there is also lust Yes mm. there is also uh you know being revealing and being uh, eccentric mm. but what is what is what is the right part of this because when we see our partners mm-hmm. we identify something we, right. we we we're excited by something let's accept we're it attracted yeah. we're attracted to something we're attracted yeah. to something and and these are all components that we find in the definition of this word yeah but of course there there are limits mm. and yeah. it doesn't make us bland it doesn't make us boring i think when you try to use it as a crutch then we have a problem we're negating everything else because you go back to yes I'll bring up the very boring proverbs uh, 31 women and, and and all of those things but you know what is it 30 <laughs> 31 <laughs> you're right. 31 uh, okay great so you go back to that uh, a man of discipline an upright man will look at all of these things and he'll appreciate them and he'll be he'll be attracted to those things mm-hmm. And at no point does it say she's great at, you know she she'll sort out your home but she kind of ugly though you know it never says that <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, it, it never so appealing you know, see what i mean okay yeah. so yeah i think uh, to answer your question there should yeah. be a pursuit for the total package and the total package is bearing fruit in all areas mm. Mm. deep i like deep, that you know what i mean brother e all areas okay. all areas yeah. i like it let me move quickly to to caroline um so Eugene here has been talking about the, the total package that mm. you should desire to have the character and and everything else that goes with it then of course the uh the attraction the physical attraction and everything as well right so my my next question um is is really to do like from a from a lady's point of view um what what is the right the correct way 
right, for a lady to desire this. Okay, let me let me find another way of rephrasing that. What mm-hmm. I mean is this. We've got the world, right, that's painting all sorts of pictures. Mm-hmm. And if you're on Instagram, or your everyone is gravitating towards, you know, more revealing, bigger this, bigger that, sexy mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what people are drawn to. But I'm saying, as a Christian lady, right, who wants to glorify God, uh, who wants to do all the right things, but also look attractive mm-hmm. and physically appealing, how, how do you draw that balance? Well, practically. Practically. Yes. Um, I think the first thing that we, like, people have to remember is that, one, you're a Christian. And you're not Christian by just the word, I'm a Christian, I'm a churchgoer, but in practice as well. You know, so, you know, whether you're dressing up for whatever, you have to dress modestly. You know exactly when you dress up. Like a person knows what they're doing, whether it's going to be a skirt, is it too tight or is it too revealing? Can I wear these jeans? Should they? Should I cover my, you know, my behind or shouldn't I? We all know how when we dress up. Well, what our yeah, people know. Okay, definitely. I think people definitely know because I mean, as you are growing up, there's been controls in your life to tell you, hey, what you're wearing. Can you go change? And that stuff doesn't leave you because now you're grown and, you know, you seek to be this eccentric person and whatnot. It's still there. It's just that you're now just making a choice to disobey that and continue on that path. So I definitely think that being um, being mindful of your Christian walk is very important. Uh, Therefore, you shall, you know, you should be able to dress accordingly. Uh, And like what Brother E was saying that, it's not just the dressing, you know, uh, it's everything else, you know, how you speak, how you carry yourself, your demeanor, uh, you know, kind of even how you laugh or whatever. It's everything and how you talk to other people and whatnot. It's all contributing to the, that appeal that we're talking about. And it doesn't have to be raunchy or dare I say so, slutty in a way, because I think that's also the fine line when we say sexy there's that other side. Could he, is this person being raunchy, you know, slutty, they're seeking attention, whatnot. So the other side of the coin is that, you know, just, you know, being a modest person. I don't know how else to say it, mm-hmm. but yeah. T-Mac, I'd actually like you to comment on this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a lady. Oh, really? Okay. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. You have made it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, how, how, do you, how do you deal with this? Uh, ask, ask me a more direct question. Hmm? Ask me a more direct like question. Like, I've seen you wearing some things at church, right? Oh, that, bro, I've been like, like that I've been like, uh-uh. Like Lord, what? your child. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to tell me anyway. Well, you see, not even a joke. No, um, but I mean, yeah, but I, like what um, you're saying that you, you, when you're dressing up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right? When so you're in the I, shop buying the thing. Exactly, you know. You know. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't know how, I, how people reconcile. Do you know what, what one woman said to me? It always stuck with me from when I was in high school. And I think it's a very extreme example. But she said to me, um, when Jesus comes, 
You're not going to give you time to go back and change. <laughs> because you always need to be ready. <laughs> Whatever you are putting on, uh-huh. you need to know that. Are you okay being in God's presence like that? Mm. If you're not, then just don't wear it. Like, although that can be open to individual interpretation. And we know God loves us despite all the nonsense we do. Mm. But... If you yourself know that, okay, no, this skirt is just too short. Mm-hmm. I, I just won't buy it in the first place, let alone wear it. Or I'm just uncomfortable showing people. It's like there's some things that should remain mysterious and exclusive to one's spouse. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that maybe, I mean, it's not going to harm you to show your arm. I'm not like a Muslim woman in a burqa. Mm. But... Yeah, it, for some reason, that, that woman's words always rang in my head, like, if Jesus <laughs> to come now. We're going to leave all our clothes. We're going to wrap that. I know we're going to leave right? the clothes, but like just the imagery she nah, just gave you. me is like, okay, would you be comfortable going before the Lord in what you're wearing? If not, then just don't wear it. And literally every morning when I wake up, I say, okay, Holy Spirit, what are we doing today? I know I haven't done my laundry, like today, which is why. <laughs> rock his ripped jeans. I had to wear these jeans because that's what was What left. did the Holy Spirit say about this? It's cause, because the ripping is not on the thigh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what we agreed with the Holy Spirit. All right. So, yeah, I think everyone, you might have your own conversations with God about it. But like she said, if you know where the line is. It, sometimes you try tow it for whatever reason, but everyone knows where the line is. I believe that if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you do have that level of oh, knowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So actually what I wanted to ask Brother E, mm-hmm. um, let's imagine that Mrs. E is you're not yet with her. Yeah. Um, is modesty attractive to you? P- part one of the question. Mm. Then secondly, if someone is modest all the time, do you then wonder, okay, when we're now married, is she going to keep like bedroom jamo? I'm never going to see anything. No, or like, are you, <laughs> are you confident in her ability to then be a different way with hmm. you? Right, and a, are you expecting it? That's a good question. Hey, um, okay. Hey, this D- is getting I've, deep. I've got a, hey, I, all right. Just to give a bit of context to our listeners so they don't think this guy is trying to be a holier than thou. I'm, in my circles, I'm classified as most people call call them nerds or geeks or whatever. Uh, in other words, uh, yeah. Classified? Classified. <laughs> yeah. I, I could just qualify. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I was going to answer your question. Um, most of the uh, qualities that I look for are usually, you know, things to do with intellect. Mm. Uh, I had a I had a laugh with my workmates the other time, and we I was recalling this one time I refused to date this one girl because she didn't know that Hiroshima and Nagasaki were ever bombed. So <laughs> uh, that was a for me it was a deal breaker. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm not wow. speaking for every man. I'm not speaking for every man, but I will say this uh, to answer your second question about appeal um, and and that worry that it would I'll never see anything appealing. Um, I think uh, the the ladies or, you know, the people that I find myself with know how to balance the act. You know what I mean? They know their strengths, let me put it that way, physically and mentally. So, uh, yes, sometimes uh, there's that fear, but then, of course, they do enough to, like uh, our good host said, eh, keep the imagination kind of wondering what's, what's out there. Mm. Yeah. And that's not out there, out there, but 
<laughs> but um, Caroline, do you believe that your husband finds you sexy? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Because I think, okay, like going back to to the question about like what you were saying about uh, being attracted to your spouse and whatnot, it has to be a balance. There has to be a balance. Uh, it's like a meal, I guess. You can't just be, it can't just be salty without any maybe spicy, maybe whatever, you know, to balance it out. Yeah, exactly. It has to be (laughs) balanced. Mm. So it's all those elements like put together. Uh, When I'm, when I'm out there and, you know, I have to be, in a way, when I'm with my husband, you know, and we're, you know, doing other things uh, without family and whatnot, there's a certain way. So it's a, it's a balance of everything. It can't just be one thing through and through. Yeah. Otherwise, can I just comment uh, yeah. as, a, as a guy? Mm. Wow, yes, as a guy. As a guy. Yeah. Um, mm. You asked Eugene what, um, if, if he finds modest attractive. Yeah. I think the one thing that, I actually had this discussion with a good friend of mine about um, how guys view, um, how guys approach relationships. Generally, right? Um, <clears throat> as a guy, the physical attraction is is an important element, mm-hmm. a very important one, right? And I think part of the challenge that we often have, uh, even, and I'm speaking now as a church guy also, part of the challenge is that often you're never really taught about how to be attracted to someone in a healthy way. So sometimes you just mm. blanket it out. You just blanket it and think, you know what? I just want someone who loves Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And someone who's modest, who has good character. And all those things are are, are great. Yeah. But I think often we then end up going for that um, and sacrifice the physical attraction mm. aspect. And I think that, that, that's, a, that that's a challenge. Because as a, as a dude, the truth of the matter is that you're going to meet people that you're attracted to. Yes. Physical attraction is actually an important part, mm-hmm. an important aspect, element for, for especially for us guys. Yeah. It's very important. So I think also, and I don't want to bash the church here, but <clears throat> I think, you know, th- there's been some, th- the church hasn't done enough, I think, to to train, especially men when it comes to that side of things. Because you're always taught to look for the P31 woman, yeah. mm-hmm. right? But so, sometimes the P31 woman is just not attractive to you. She's a great person, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, you're a great person, but... <laughs> Can yeah, be yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, it's just something that I, I think um, kind of ties into, I guess, what, what you guys are discussing. Because mm-hmm. I think that then can also lead to complications much later. Yeah, you're you know, right. Where, where you're like, you yeah, right. I know I... You both love Jesus, yeah. but yeah. I've I've always asked like uh, my friends, especially the ones that got married be after us. Could he, are you attracted to this person besides the love and whatnot? Are you attracted to this person? Because that counts for a lot. Uh, but that's in a you know in that setup in in a marriage setup, not just in general, Jay, uh, because that. You know what you were saying, Kuti. It it means it counts a lot for guys, especially for guys, but also for women. Mm. Uh, yeah, so people don't have problems 
mm. 10 years after they're married. But yeah, I think it, it works like how you're saying men need training. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know what the woman can be told on the other side, Kuti. Yeah, you, you, modesty has its place. Mm. And yeah. also being a bit adventurous also has its place. But as long as you don't, yeah, take it out of its, its context, safe yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. Because I find, and I've been told, I don't know, maybe I'm yet to find, but I've been told that men can get bored with their wives because she's the same modest woman, like she'll sleep in the granny pant or whatever, like she doesn't change <laughs> when she's now in the bedroom or whatever. But then she thinks, but this is why he chose me. He told me himself, Kuti, I chose you because uh, you make a good man, Fundi, uh, you know how to dress, you're not like all these others scantily clad woman mm. and then you find that he's having an affair with one of those women that he said he didn't want mm. so well, I don't know because it's no longer exciting yeah. <laughs> remember <laughs> we spoke one. about like being <laughs> an active <laughs> oh my that. god so yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's you really have to I don't know because it's not exciting it, anymore yeah I think it's true um, I, I don't know how correct I am I'm just trying to reinforce with a little bit of bible uh, you had um, a, a famous Hebrew king uh, decided not to go to war one day. It was on a rooftop. Uh, I'm sure he had a woman in his life, maybe more than one at the time. He certainly did. Yeah, and then, yeah, he sees a, a, a young girl out there taking a bath, and then all of a sudden he's blown away. And, uh, yeah, I think that I'm not justifying or even making excuses for King David, but perhaps that might be one of those things that he might have needed. And by that, I'm referring to Cookie Monster's uh, talk about balancing it out or, you know, yeah. uh, having that kind of uh, broad <laughs> expectation, mm-hmm. you know? So, so yeah, I think, I think it's necessary. I, I definitely uh, think there, there needs to be a balance. And, um, yeah, that was uh, his version of the subscription you mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, but there's, it's, it's, yeah, there's actually a lot of websites where they try and, I don't know, what, Christianize, yes, certain things, like there'll be um, erotic websites, but for Christians, hmm. so it'll be, <laughs> what? <laughs> our producer just went to oh, you with the, with the, the WhatsApp <laughs> What's the item called? Are you? Um, no, don't tell me. <laughs> I'd say to your wow. research, but you might fall down a hole. So let's just leave it until you make. Oh, clean um, hub. <laughs> it's not clean hub, and it's text only. It's not. Oh, it's not pictures. No, oh my God. <laughs> it's text hub. Sorry. Anyway, text hub. my point is actually there's one which I could say the name. I don't think the website exists anymore. It's called. It was called Christian Nymphs, but that's another hey, one. Sh- but no, there's these uh-huh. erotic websites and what they're saying they promote is hot monogamous sex. That's like the tagline. And they're trying to tell yeah. you that once you're in there, doesn't mean things need to get boring. You can still have fun. This is how some of us are having fun and you're only allowed there on if you're married, that kind of stuff. Like sh- you can only share your story if you <laughs> How do they even uh, check that? I like, don't know now how they check it. Yeah. But then so there's websites like that, then there's I don't know, I'm sure there's other versions of it. But my point is, is that even okay? Because it's like we're trying to clean erotica. 
Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Like, isn't it inherently already something that we shouldn't be toying with? But now just because you put the label Christian on it, ah, it's now fine because it's all monogamous people. So mm-hmm. like, but the term sexy, is that something that us as Christians should seek to reclaim and be like, no, it's okay. We are also sexy in the right places at the right time. But it's not a bad word. Like, we're not saying that we are not sexy people. We are also sexy. We just feel like you guys have taken the word and distorted it. Is it something that we should seek to reclaim? Brother E. I think we should seek to reclaim it. But I just want to touch on the websites that you talked about and that whole practice. I think it's wrong. Clean hub. Mm. Yeah, clean hub and tech hub. <laughs> I, think, I think it's wrong. And yeah. the reason why I think it's wrong is I don't see a difference between gluttony, right? Yes, food is good, but then you shouldn't become a slave to food to the point where you, you know, yeah. you let it ruin you. Mm. And I think, yes, there's nothing wrong with sex. Like I said, it's mm. there. It's a part of our lives. But then when we start to create these places or hubs where we can idolize it or, or kind of celebrate it a bit too much, we are tainting it. You know what I mean? Uh, in in the same way that uh, our lives, I'll use food again, our lives are not all about eating. Mm-hmm. So if, if if I don't have to go on a blog to, you know, figure out how to enjoy my food better. Or, or if I don't, you know, I don't idolize it. You yeah. know what I mean? I see there's a strong kind of creeping in of idolatry or, or, mm. t- or turning, uh, yeah. ritualizing the, yeah. the, the, right. the act. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that already is contrary to the word because now you're, you're creating a substitute for the word. You're, yeah. you're just coming up with another text base where you say, this is a new reference guide mm-hmm. because the Bible didn't do a good enough job. And I think that's wrong. So, um I forgot your main question because I was just shocked. <laughs> by the Should we re- be reclaiming sexy? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or maybe I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> so there you go, Cookie Monster. Uh, <laughs> so I think I think yes. I think maybe uh, defining it uh, using a Christian standard needs to is is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's define it using a Christian standard. And I use the word standard because. Once you introduce that, you've got your do's and your don'ts and they're yeah. all marked by the word and then you know when you're crossing the line. Mm-hmm. You see? Um, it's it's one thing to pick up the phone, talk to, you know, call a company, hear a lady with a sexy voice, mm-hmm. right? And say, ah, oh, that's a very sexy voice. And then it's another thing for you to go off and fantasize about yeah. said sexy voice, mm. you know? Or to have a, a sister so-and-so give a testimony at the front of the church and she has sexy eyes. Mm. Uh, and then the next thing you're demanding, she wears a, a blindfold. There's, there, you, you need, someone's got a problem there. You know what I mean? Someone's got, so yeah. in terms of defining it, yes, let's define Let's define it by, by uh, biblical standards. Mm-hmm. And that way, I don't know if, if it was ever stolen from us. Yeah, I guess it was <laughs> stolen. But we need to redefine it so that we know and then we don't get contaminated by the world's view of it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe agree, um, as we draw to a close... Uh, Caroline, just to tag on to what um, Eugene was saying, um, what would you say are some uh, some some practical ways that we can reclaim it? Is that is that the, is that the word that we use there? Yeah. Yeah. What What are some practical ways that uh, maybe just you know for the for the benefit of our audience that you can actually be a Christian mm-hmm. who is in love with God? Um, but you know, still look good, still look fresh, still be sexy without being I think stumped. from my point of view, there's just one one way. 
and that is actually living a Christian life. Right. Daily, practicing it daily and meditating on God's word. I mean, we've been hearing this, guys, from when we became Christians, yeah. that this is the way uh, that we need to live. And so a lot of people are not doing that. We're just going to church on Sunday mm. just to get a, you know, a pick me up. Mm. And then that's it. But And then we lose, you know, the essence of what we should do as practicing Christians uh, and making it our lifestyle. So as long as people read the word of God and really meditate and pray for revelation of what it means for an individual, because we're also walking different walks. Uh, with God, we're all individuals, and my my walk will be different from, you know, T Max walk, and that's that's okay. But therefore, there it, it must just be, you know, there must just be the guidelines of God's word. Yeah, that's what I think. I like that. Good place to end it. Cool. Any parting shot? <laughs> ah, yes, always. <laughs> so, there's a man called G.K. Chesterton. Um. If you're an avid lover of history and philosophy, like myself, sometimes. Mm. Um, G.K. Chesterton was like a, uh, I think he was from like the 19th century thinker well, who became a Christian. He said something that was quite profound. He said, I was actually reading this quote today. He said, before you pull down any fence, find out why it was put there in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think... Uh, this this applies to, um, and he was actually saying it within a Christian context, right? And I think <clears throat> this applies to this discussion in that before before you you start, you know, just crossing lines and and um, um, violating certain things, um, mm-hmm. it's important to find out why did God put those boundaries there in the first place? Why why is lust a big deal? Mm-hmm. Why did Jesus say? Um, if you just look, like, what, what was he just trying to punish us? Is he like, ah, but I'm not born inside fires, mm-hmm. right? Or is there an actual reason yeah. why why he said that? And I think it's it's always a, a good way to approach anything, um, and and find out why why did God put those boundaries there? Because that that will help us as we make decisions about these things. Yeah, yeah, really good. Well, I don't want to add anything else. You're allowed to. I know. But uh, I think you guys have really closed it off pretty okay. well. Yes. So um, if you guys have any comments or contributions, please do send them through. We'd be really fascinated to hear what you thought of the discussion. And um, yeah, please tune in for the next episode. My yeah. name is T-Mac. I'm Cookie Monster. And we are out. Out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.